Anchor FM Radio. You're with Selena Carr. Today, we're going to listen to an audio I have to share with you. You know, the educational system and our government as a whole is all questionable explanation, question mark, explanation. Um, there's a lot of terrorism occurring in this country. There is a lot of discrimination. What I call um, discrimination comes from the word discretion. Okay, now discretion has been a new uh, modified modern term, terminology that we applying to discriminate against people. Uh, honestly, let's just be honest here. So when we take the derelict behavior out, we take the imbecileness out, we take the uh, unprofessionalism out, what we are left with is people who are trying to con someone and uh, chicanery, none of which I'm interested in. Now, many people don't know, you have the legal rights and authority to educate your own children. What we do know is that many of us don't have the time to do it, many of us can't do it, and it is just um, not something that we make a priority. But in an instance where your children become unsafe at school and not just because of bullying or other children, but because of the adults, you are starting to notice that they are uh, doing things, pulling your children out of school, perhaps putting your children in people's strange men's cars or telling your children they can go off of school sites without your permission and against your word. You, you have to make a decision then. Uh, is the better interests for your children, your children, your offspring, your seeds you produce from your body, okay, which is yours. Do they really belong to the government? Do they belong to the municipality? Is the municipality feeding them? Is they sacrificing for them? Is they uh, grieving when they endure a health ailment? No, of course not. The government only interferes in, and subjects you to uh, infringements of human rights but he's not really doing what it's supposed to be doing which is ensuring that the laws are enforced and upheld by the very public officials that violate their public oaths every day because they lack the competence and the basic comprehension to even comprehend what entails an oath and what exactly that means it's no different than being a mandated reporter and telling them if you take an oath you 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 live by it it's a code like the police live by a murderous code of silence. No matter why we kill a person, we kill them and we all stick together because they killed them. And that is how law enforcement work. And many may not like the comment of truth, brutal truth, but the brazen behavior of law enforcement to just conduct themselves the way that they do is absurd. Absurdly tyrant. The educational system doing it in conjunction with law enforcement is a danger, not only to our children, but to us parents. And what I had to do is because I have an experience of many, many recordings as you will hear here and there, but I wanted to pretty much A to Z it all. So I wanted to sum it all up, you know, just to see if, you know, you're very aware on the other end of what you've been subjecting me to so that it gives you an opportunity to refute my what they the, they like to use your facts and distort the word facts uh that you bring to someone's attention or uh, the government or authoritative figures attention they like to say that you're alleging something about their people 
uh, alleging means that there's a possibility something may not be true. Or there's something we need to find out. There's an investigation that needs to be done. But when something is true, the only thing that needs to be done is for people to do their job, adhere to law, and put all the pieces together. And it's very simple. Anchor with me. Enjoy the audio. And we'll discuss after. Shield be still. And qualified people should be in the school districts. And if they're not, they should not be. If you do not possess the multicultural, diverse, competent skill set that you need, you don't need to be out there in the school teaching multicultures and multi-nations of people when you're only so interested in understanding and comprehension and articulation, interpretation, translation is just for one class or one group of people. It's delusional to continue a system, a structural system like that that's not structured for nothing but pipelining. Anchor with me. And you are with Zelena Carpenter, Anchor FM Radio. I just want you to know that I did get permission from my teenager son to use his name in the uh, podcast without editing it. So I hope you viewers enjoy and you understand the importance of utilizing your equipment and devices to your success and for your accomplishment. And don't depend on anyone when they're editing footage these days. You better be keeping your cameras rolling, okay? Your children's livelihood and possibly your life may depend on it. Anchor FM Radio, Shield the Beast. Anchor with me. Call oh, is now being recorded. Hello. Hi, is this Ms. Boyd? Yes, it is. Who is this? It's Katie Magle from Albany City Schools. How are you? I'm doing okay. What are you calling about? Um, well, I just wanted to touch base about Donnie um, and how things are going with him in terms of his tutoring. Um, I know that he's doing really well with Mr. Fredericks, the tutor. I don't know if you um, speak to Frank or you've heard Donnie's progress. Um, I did just call over to the high school. I understand that on APEX, which is like the computerized program or curriculum that provides the work, the regents level work, I understand Donnie is really, really doing well. And I know Mr. Frederick says that he's like the hardest working student he's ever seen um, work on, on the program uh, in terms of the tutoring. He's really completing a lot. So I wanted to give you a little update about that. Um, I also wanted to um, kind of discuss what our next steps are because um, Donnie can't – home instruction, what he's doing right now or the tutoring, he can't stay on that. He has to either be referred back out to a program um, because, as you know, he was at Northeast. Um, but I can't keep him on home instruction. He would never graduate with a high school diploma. Like, he can't take science labs. He can't – meet all the requirements he needs in New York State. So I just wanted to remind you that he does need to still be referred to another out-of-district program. Um, I know Northeast would take him back. They really like Donnie. 
Um, and I will put referrals out. I've already put referrals out to other programs like BOCES and Vanderheiden and LaSalle and Berkshire, but we still need to get Donnie into an actual program. Okay. Well, you just covered a lot, so allow me to take the role real quick so I can say something about some of the things because you said a lot really fast, too. Now, um, for, for one thing, we all have been very aware that uh, paperwork was submitted to Northeast, paperwork was submitted to you, paperwork was submitted to the president of the Board of Education, the superintendent of the school district, I mean everyone, pupil personnel, all subordinate workers, everyone employed by the city school district that needed to be uh, notified in writing, okay, ISP uh, documentation for the federal judge. Now, at this point, um, you know, all year long, ever since last May, it's been very difficult getting the city school district to assist me in doing their part in adhering to the law um, in regards to me being a parent and my right to homeschool my children, being that I did not like the way when you took the role of the CSE chairperson and you began to, I kind of like figured, I, I felt like you were singling my son out as well as the guidance person over there at Northeast. And after monitoring our correspondence for some time, and after it, became, it got to a point where you people started to call CPS because I'm basing concerns for my children's safety and their well-being, I, I, I had Donnie for my body, okay, for one. For two, I'm a woman of culture, okay. For three, um, I abide by the laws. I'm a woman of all law. So that means that I go by what the law says. So I don't do the loopholes. I don't do the one part. I don't do the partial stuff. I don't adhere to the sixth page and act like I didn't see the five pages before. But that's what the city school district and each of you, in fact, have done. Now, I, I'm, I'm a fair player. You know, I work. I'm, I think I've proved with over hundreds of correspondence between myself and the school district in Schenectady and Albany and Northeast and yourself since you've taken the, been employed by the Albany City School District contacting me in regards to my son. I've been recording you and everyone because I found it very suspicious because I had a $388 million lawsuit on the line. And I mean, I'm one woman. I, I'm not related to all the people that I'm suing. So I'm sure they have business relationships with you people. You're all part of the system. You all get employed from the system and you all get paid from that umbrella. So I see you all as compromised. So when you people started to more focus on attacking me and terrorizing me with your tyrant behavior, when my children is your only concern. And your only concern with me is working with me to ensure that the children can be successful in school. Now, my child is a success, obviously, because I am a success. Hitting, very well, hitting, success. Now, I've been totally debilitated by your behavior in your individual capacity and in your official capacity under the colorable, colorfulness of the law. Okay, so as a as a per, on a personal level and a professional level, I I see that you have denied me my rights and my child rights under the color of law, and I want to pursue with litigation. Now I've given you guys since August of 2018 with the notice that that was my intent. Uh, for you guys to just give me a meeting with the president, with the superintendent, with yourself, and we can, you know, in a, in a safe, comfortable way for myself, that it's convenient for myself, because you disturbed me uh, the day after I got a call from the local authorities after they murdered my uncle. You called me the next day. I, I seen it very systematically 
you know, you, you guys are really, really good with what you do. I told you it wasn't a good time for us to talk, but you just over-talked me. You were rude. Um, I was grieving. I was going my way back to another funeral home, and I asked you. I said, Ms. Michael, please, this isn't a time. May I call you back? Now, I know myself better than you, but you prefer to trigger me. I don't know why you would, you would prefer that. So you and I, I see we don't have a healthy efficacy to communicating. And on a personal and a professional level, uh, especially as an author, I don't even do business with the public because I'm a very, very meticulous woman. And even speaking to people is an experience, and I see it as greater to me. So you people have exploited me on every level. You call those CPS people for no reason. I'm no imminent threat of danger to my children. But each of you have shown and is on camera being that. You sent police officers with guns to my home. It's on camera, okay, for the federal judges. And I submitted to my friends in 15 countries just in case I'm murdered like my uncle was. Now, at this point, I don't feel that it is conducive to our safety that you continue to act as if you did not get paperwork from me. You continue to create a new storyline and act as if uh, we're, I'm, I don't deal with delusions. Did, did you pe- I have informed all of you that I've been very, very honest with all of you. Now, let me tell you about me. I don't deal with delusions. I haven't had distortions in my life. Hold up. I'm, talk- I'm talking when I'm done, when I am done, because that's your behavior. Now, that's your cultural behavior, and I understand that. But when you spoke, I didn't interrupt you one time. Now, you, I'm speaking, I am, I am, I am speaking, and when I, when I say something addressed, what you have already said to me, then you can take the floor back. Now, that's how you communicate with people. And you call my phone, okay, interrupting me. And I have a few minutes left. So I'd like to finish addressing what you said to me. Don't interrupt. It's, it's classless. It's unprofessional. And your only reason for dialing this number is in a professional capacity. So don't be rude and personal because then I get rude and personal with you. And you you don't like the words that I'm going to be triggered to use with you on a personal level as I handle people on that. So don't do that. Let's stay with, let's, let's stay with me addressing this, okay? Now, and that was my point. You're, you're very dehumanizing. You're very denigrating and dismissive to facts. I understand. It's your cultural behavior. I understand. I've investigated you people for over a decade with recording. Now, this is my child we're talking about, okay? Now, you're not going to you, – you can make all the referrals you like to around what my request was. But if you people can't adhere to the request, you're breaking the law. You're in violation of federal law, and you're stating in the municipal laws you're trying to utilize against me. The laws that I use supersede your laws, and you're also violating treaties, okay? So I'm asking you to back off until you adhere to my request that is – what it's in your record. I asked you people for my child's school records almost a year ago. May is coming around next month. Johnny's doing good with Frank. Why would I not know that? When Frank is not tutoring my son at Albany High, my son has never attended Albany High School. He never will attend Albany High School. It is nothing but a trap to pipeline people's children through the criminal justice system as you attempt to through the elementary school system. I've just experienced this. This is why I elected to stop my personal and professional life with your debilitating behavior and educate the children. I'm not a teacher. I don't teach 20 subjects, but I created two curriculums for two separate grades, and you just dismissed that. Well, it will be published, along with all the transcribed conversations that we have had. Now, moving forward. Moving forward. Moving forward. Moving, moving forward. Donnie's not going to an out-of-district. Donnie's not, Donnie's not going to an out-of-district. Donnie's going to be homeschooled. Donnie is 16 years old as 
as of right now. If the school district is denying diet education and APEX program is not a tutoring program, the APEX program applies the APEX. All right, the conversation is over because you're not going to call me and people. You're a very rude bitch. And don't dial my number because it's a raffle. Don't call me. Elena Carpenter anchor with me. Now, after listening to the audio, some of you may be perplexed with confusion, but others may understand exactly what's going on because they have been subjected to an experience themselves. I feel really bad for you because I did not know that our world was really in such turmoil. I did not know that children were being under attack. I did not know that psychological forms of warfare was being utilized systematically, not only through social programming and healthcare, but also through academics. Um, the law says we're supposed to send our children to school. The forefathers who created law took our right from us as natives to educate our children. And so I think we're at a time right now that all needs to be settled. And very much so because of these reasons we have incompetent, unqualified, cheer persons working for the school board and the school district that is on purpose, intentionally, very willfully ignoring the law, yet using a portion of the law that is beneficial to them and their job. And they really believe with their delusional brains that they're uh, appearance of authority under the color of law, okay, that a job, a job that can stop at any moment, that a job gives them such authority over my life and my children's welfare. I don't understand what is so disturbed about a group of people that is just interested in monetizing off of you and will fight you to monetize off of your children as if your children are chattel. We are living in 2019. And I don't know, you know, what's wrong with people's minds, especially the system, because you have expectations of the system. You have expectations of teachers. You have expectations of schools. And see, I learned way years back when I started nursing school that there was absolutely something wrong with uh, the educational system, not just elementary school, but as a whole, okay? Because while I was experiencing the worst experience in my life in nursing school, my son was experiencing the worst experience in his life starting school for kindergarten. And so we skipped past all these years and now we have a child in 10th grade 10th grade, after a book has been written about him and his debilitating circumstances and uh, a coping that, that many people have to learn how to adjust themselves for so they can get the best out of themselves. So often, people don't have the supportive structures or the love or the guidance that is necessary, um, the courage that is necessary to sustain through adversity. You know, if a school system puts a child out for getting hit by a car and they don't want to take him back, they don't want the problems, they don't want liabilities, you know, you as a parent, 
you're almost like stuck. Like, okay, well, what do I do? Do my kid just not have a right to learn? Well, then let me see how I can use the system to assist me in ensuring that my child's right to learn since they want the authority to teach them. Then you should be competent and qualified in such a position to be able to educate someone else. You don't take on such a role to pretend that's a perpetration of a fraud. It's no different than an abuser. And what I've learned is that some these people are playing uh, mind games and they're used to playing it and they're not really used to dealing with people that are actually intelligent or people that actually can articulate themselves. These people are educating our children and are not intelligent. Now, don't hate me and get angry with me because these people have went to college and only know what their books have taught them and what the test they passed for life insurance has allowed them to be able to have a competence in. And yet we see out here in the field, they don't even have the ability to have a diverse competence in that field. It's very limited because of their perceptions of their bias, discriminatory perceptions. Even the textbooks are teaching them that. Given the license itself is like partaking in something to treat someone else wrong. And then you come across someone like me. And I'm not for it. Um, with the history that I have with these people and my children and my losses, substantial losses, I don't, I, I don't think anyone should expect anything less of me. And it's very delusional of any person that expects anything else. At the end of the day, uh, people don't send their kids to school to become stupid. They don't send their kids to school to become criminalized. They don't send their kids to school for a group of adults to try to manipulate a strategic way to harm them through that child's need of an education. Because if I had the skill set, the competence to educate my own child, I really don't need a third party. Any third party is really doing exactly what the city school district is doing in many instances, other than this particular one, which is interfering in a parent's right and a child's right to be educated, which is a denial of a right under their own laws. And so this audio you're hearing is a retaliation to the city school district and this particular person and the president of the Board of Education and the superintendent of the city school district and the pupil personnel individual which is responsible for attendance and processing those IHIPs. It doesn't take a year to process IHIP. A deficiency is not a modification. A modification means I want you to change something about what you're saying. I want you to change something about what you're doing. I want you to change something about an appearance. It's a modification. And so when you want something modified, you specify that. But when people lie and falsify records, <clears throat> they must keep up with that because you've never requested a modification. What was stated to me is that I have had a deficiency. A deficiency is not substantial enough to deny my child of an education. And every day there's something new to learn. And so it's important to me and it's in the best interest of my children that I educate them and that I nurture them. 
with the best capacity and the highest capacity that I can, as well as if I need to discipline them and scold them with my uh, verbal uh, demands, I should be able to educate them and specify for them, uh, help develop them all on my own as a parent, as they are my offspring and not a stranger's. It's delusional. You offset the responsibility and your authority when you need it. It's delusional for someone to force upon you to share anything that belongs to you with them because they want money or to eat or to pay their bills or a job. Use your own kids and your own properties to fill your needs. We are in 2019. That is a form of enslavement. That is a mindset of a person or a group of people who believe that they were once masters over others that you think you can so microaggressively assert control. That is not microaggressive at all when there is law enforcement officials that can be called at any time at the wit of these people as if they are their personal security guards for no reason. When there is no threat, no danger being posed, not to children, not to a parent, not to anyone in the school district, but the school district can perjure themselves can call and make fraudulent calls to a police department that has third-party contracts with these people. They all work as a conjoint effort. So anything they do to you anyway is always considered and can be defined as a conspiracy because it's just not one individual doing it. It is more than one individual doing it and more than one agency. And so after holding a complete investigation on this Albany City School District for this specific matter because I'm not a psychic but you can tell by the cult behavior when something is about to start to boil up when you have been subjected to it before in the past and I have been subjected to so many terroristic experiences and seeing that the local law enforcement do not have an interest in stopping any harm from coming my way whether it's coming from someone in my personal life or anyone in the professional world or anyone that I don't know. A stranger can pose me a threat. A familiar face can pose me a threat and law enforcement seems to be coddling the behavior, concealing the behavior and documenting otherwise in many instances. Well, in this instance, I knew this is a very sensitive matter. And when you file a lawsuit on a person, don't be so stupid to just limit yourself to just those people you felt the most against. No, these people have families. These people have friends. These people have people who have an interest in them winning, an interest in them not losing. And imagine how much more those people are driven by. And then you have the people that they can offer perks to, I'll offer you money, as they did in the instance with this rapper, this angel rapper. May he sleep in peace. This activist, the civil rights man, so much like myself. Why are we being ambushed? Why are our lives being under threat and undertaken by a system that is systematically still separating, not just at the border. No, that's the distraction of the vote. No, no, no. It's been occurring right here, domestically, since this land has been invaded and intruded upon and colonized. 
for globalizing reasons. You must implement slavery systems when you are greedy, lustful, and living in cupidity because you are always going to live outside of your means. You are always scheming on what belongs to someone else and scheming on someone else and their children. And that is what we see historically. And so when we start to experience it right now in a modern day, we're not even in the 60s. And that was not much long ago. We have not really come far socially or economically or in as a human race because of these same very reasons. If I am being deceived to hand my children over to you for 12 years and you are part of the system that is already attacking me outside the school and then my children are in your care and you are attacking and attempting to kidnap and to take my children from the school during school hours and I base my concerns to you about their safety and I want you not to do anything like that with my children and that that should not be occurring with anyone's children because I'm curious now if in fact this has been occurring so I must investigate as a journalist as a writer I must know if in fact this is happening to other parents are they trying to purposely manipulate you into criminalizing your child or putting your child somewhere away from home who would put their child that is a B and an A student out of the district? That is a punishment. That's not an incentive. And what school district will work with a parent or encourage such a negative behavior that is triggering for a child that has psychological or behavioral concerns? If that is so, why would you utilize your behavioral pattern? Or subject a child to your negative perceptions of them, your negative behaviors that are so terroristic that you are truly attempting to gain what I call a voluntary consent from a parent to hand document handing their child over so that the system can use those documents against the parent, against the child, and the child resents not only the system. But the child, your child, you need to love you and depend upon and appreciate you, resents you and sees that you have abandoned it and traumatized it and terrorized it. So much so that any pain that it has endured by the displacement or the separation, not only by a simple anxiety, but the direct things that come from that. When a system partakes in taking a child from their family or their parent for no reason because you hate that a child is smart and that a child is doing good. Ever since this woman has known, been a part of this chairwoman position and has known about my son, unless she was picked for this purpose, was to start to create a strain between myself and the rapport that I had with school district to make me look like a problematic parent, I guess. Oh no, I could be a problematic person on a personal basis. Oh no, I'm not dealt enough to separate my children from that. Are you not professional enough to do that? 
Well, let me tell you something. No one has the right to abuse your children. Absolutely not. And when you decide to bring children to this world, it is your duty and obligation that you protect them and that you ensure that they're not neglected. You don't allow anyone to use their colorful nature of a job because the only colorfulness that seems to be very present in their nature is the behavior. What system that says it has anyone's best interest at heart behaves this way. And so I will play in another episode previous audios that has led up to this and retaliation that led up to me serving this school district and this individual and all these other parties involved with a violation warning, denial rights under the color of law. This is real business, people. I think what these people's problem is, is that they are so used to misleading us and that their failing educational experience has even failed them. Because I have went to the same schools that they have documented, but my intellect is obviously on a different level. My word game is even on a different level. And um, it takes a little bit of time to get up with this. Okay, so this is all a part of my likeness. And so anyone who has a problem with this anyway is just discriminating against my likeness. So to try to mislead me or manipulate me as well is an injury to me. And so um, there is many instances where I believe people try to interfere in your ability to be able to get justice. So they figure if we can all work together, we can keep this person from getting justice. All we have to do is hit him here, hit him there, hit him there. And we're gonna break this person down and there's nothing, you know, they're gonna be able to do by the time it hits them. They're gonna be so overloaded with painful confusion that they're not even gonna know how to get out of this. And then it makes it easier for people like us because we're very simple, short, concise minded. So anyone coming behind what we have created, like us, taught by us, employed by us, is going to think like we need them to think. So she's just gonna look like a nutcase. So thank God I have the cameras rolling. First of all, I've been subjected to too many real things in my life. So I can be crazy for all of that, but I'm not. I'm not a fence you wanna cross. I have diverse capabilities to fight back. Uh, I don't have to hit a person. I don't have to do something bad to you. I can say enough to you to make you feel bad enough about yourself. And so that's skill that I like to start with. When I am asserting myself with people, I've learned some things about that. It's not about me. When you are doing things to harm me, whether it's uh, 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 whether the attitude looks or feels like my ethnic and culture, what matters is the will and the intent. And who is actually 
in the dynamic meaning harm to everyone. And so as microaggressive as our approach always is, because that is the nature, the hatefulness and terror that lies beneath that sadistic individual is beyond me. And no, if I wouldn't allow a family member I knew that had imperfections or had issues that may cause a strain between themselves and I, I wouldn't have them babysitting or watching my kids. You're dealing with a woman who is not left to care for children with anyone. Not, an, not a best friend, not an uncle. <laughs> not a mother, not a father nor a sister, nor a brother, not a friend, or a father. Assume full responsibility at full sacrifice for my children, my own dreams. And I've came up with creative, innovative ways to be able to become an author, to be able to nurse, and to be able to do what I need to do to create a revenue for my children, which has been interfered in by the educational system and their need to make money off of my children. Now, I don't know what doesn't sound delusional about that, but when you become more conscious and you see the game that someone is playing on you, you kind of like want to start to set all the pieces out. So right now, we got the table here and we're setting the pieces out because Congress needs to do something about this. The system needs to understand that the United States is nothing but business. And we need to really start to consider that business is benefiting who? And who hasn't been benefiting since it has been constructed and since it's been constructed who has the structure been put in place to harm there's no historical difference since then into now and so i think the perpetration of fraud comes to an halt anchor with me people okay now i'm not for the charades anymore when you're being bullied you know your children have been subjected to some horrible things okay and so you must consider all the hard work you had to put in all the sacrifice you've had to make possibly has been not only due to these people's ineptness and incapacity to be able to deal with diverse uh, special needs or people with diverse individuality but that in fact these people are willfully intentionally doing this through the system it has been intact in place for these people to become employed and stay employed doing these things to us if you can agree we're being treated like a slave for your entire existence fine if not I suggest you learn more anchor me until next time Shield peace.